Welcome back to the Talk Podcast with me, Jay Deakin. Welcome back to the podcast and a big hello to any listeners who are joining us for the first time. For today's episode, I'd like to welcome professional footballer Adriano Moke, who plays for York City FC in the National League and counts Leeds, Forest, Cambridge, Wrexham as some of his former clubs. Adriano spoke out publicly about his depression five years ago after enduring some hard times in his playing career. So welcome to the show, mate. No problem. Thank you for having me. Yeah, great to have you on. Um, how have you been? How are you dealing with the current lockdown at the moment? Yeah, it's been all right. Obviously, spending time with family and stuff. Um, obviously, it's always hard. Obviously, you're not at football. What what I'm used to doing every day. But um, obviously, as long as health, obviously health comes first, and as as long as um, everything gets sorted out, and hopefully, be back at football. Sooner than later. Yeah, that's it. Um, what What have you been doing, like training wise, then, to keep taking over at the moment? To be honest, I'm really. To be honest with you, I'm really done much. I've just been trying to uh, spend time with obviously my family and stuff. Um, but I'm really done much until obviously I find out more what's happening regarding like obviously with lockdown or football. Then I'm gonna start obviously doing. Um, my, my little programs, what I've set out already, but I haven't really done too much to be honest. Yeah, so it's, it'll be sort of like a pre season again for you, won't it? Yeah, exactly, like a pre season again. But um, what I feel for, like, even though I haven't done much, I feel I've, I just feel like fit myself anyway. But it's just obviously it'll come to a time where I need to, um, like up level the up level my fitness wise and stuff. But um, but apart from that, yeah, I haven't really done that many stuff to be honest. Yeah, fair enough, mate. Um, that's it. You just got to try and take it each day as it comes, aren't you? And just keep taking yeah, it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Um. So, where did it all start with with your depression, and uh, what what made you sort of seek help and speak out? Well, it all, all started when I would probably say when um, when when I left the York to go Cambridge. And yeah. it, it kind of just started from from then, I think. Uh, but I didn't quite understand why I was feeling like this. And obviously, uh, you just ask yourself, why why are you feeling like this? But I didn't really want to talk to anyone, you see, because I just didn't want to kind of embarrass myself. But um, it, it all started because, obviously, when Cambridge, I was doing well at Cambridge. I was flying at Cambridge then. And, just, and I just stopped playing. I started... Obviously, traveling with the team, knowing that obviously I'm not playing, or I'm in a stand, or I could obviously not be in the team, and obviously spend time with family more. And uh, I, I don't know. I just uh, in my head, I was just. There's a lot of things were just going through my head, you see, and then yeah. and then I ended up going out on loan to Tamworth, which uh, I played every game, but I was still not happy for some reason. Um, I just felt like, obviously, um. You look at you look at all your friends that are playing good levels and stuff like that. And at that time, I felt like I should have been in that level. And obviously, it wasn't working out for me and stuff like that. And then um, it really hit me more when um, when I went when I left Cambridge and I didn't have any. Uh, well, I didn't leave Cambridge. Sorry, that I, I, after the loan, yeah. I went to Halifax and I had to. I had to pull myself together and obviously I managed to win the Conference North Championship with, with them. 
which oh, was uh, yeah. which was went from positive, well, from negative, negative to positive. Yeah. And then obviously um, the manager, the manager said, "Okay, help me get promoted, and then I'll get, I'll give you another deal." So I did that and come to where he told, he just told me to come back pre-season. And obviously, as we got promoted to the obviously conference prem, we started bringing in players like experienced players from like League Two or yeah. players that played in the conference and stuff like that. And I just felt a bit left out. I came pre-season, did well pre-season, did well in my running in pre-season. And then after, it just basically just said, "Oh, I don't want to sign you. I've got, I've got what I want, this and that." And that kind of killed me because I just felt like I worked my socks off for you and for me to for you to obviously just to say this is kind of killed me so I didn't have no other options and then I ended up going to sign in for Stockport on a non-contract yeah. and as I signed for Stockport on a non-contract and then um, and then obviously Stockport was part-time and um, obviously to get in that it was all new to me because I'm, I'm used to being full-time every time so it, it just kind of hit me from there and, Sometimes I'll play, sometimes we'll travel far and I, I will be on the bench or I'll be in a stand. And it all just started hitting me. It's just, I just, I was turning up to training, like, like fatigue, uh, go sleep. I, obviously, I wake up, like, at silly times or, or sometimes, or obviously, like, I didn't take it serious. My, my football ambitions just, I just yeah. lost it kind of thing. And I was really, like, I started drinking. At a certain young age as well, I must have been 22, I think, and my ambitions just went like like I'll go training and I just couldn't be bothered training or anything, and um, yeah, and even before that, like obviously because we have matches on a on a Saturday, I know myself that I'm like I'm not in a team, so I might yeah. as well just do something stupid. So I'll, I'll do something stupid like of when I on a Friday night knowing that I'm not going to play. And and come Saturday, I didn't play. And then I'd be like, oh, that's right. And it, it, all, it all really hit me. And then obviously at the time, I, had, I was with my ex-missus then and she was really worried about me and stuff. But I was just putting out the side, putting aside until um um Yeah, that's 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 what really hit me. And then I just didn't really care. He, I, at one point, I said, I, I said to myself, I don't really care what happens to me next. So you... And, you yeah, fell out, it was. You fell out of love with football, sort of thing. Yeah, know? I fell out of love with the game. This is a side of yeah. football that yeah, a lot of people don't. Like, think. Everyone started worrying. Isn't it, mate? Yeah, exactly. And it is. It is. It, the, the thing is, with me, it's like obviously I always been told that if you work hard, you get your reward and stuff. And me personally, I know my own self. I, I know I work hard, and I just feel like I won't get any reward that I wanted. That I mean is, obviously, I don't really want to put out. Is you see other players that that don't do as much, and that's yeah. not me digging out any players. That's just them just being their old selves. Like, but they're still playing every week, and I I just question that sometimes, and I just think, you know what? But then obviously, I, I, at that point, I just thought I can't be focused on an, another player. I got focused on myself. You see. Yeah. So, yeah, and it was tough. It was a uh, that that was probably the two years that that was really tough. And obviously, I decided that as well. My my personal life wasn't really 
the best at the time as well. So everything just didn't help at all. I mean, so I had to figure out a way how to get out the dark, that dark hole. So it, as a, as a football fan myself, like it's hard to sort of see sometimes that footballers do have a personal life. You know, yeah. you, you just see them on the pitch and you don't realise that they've, you know, they've got all these things. You yeah, you don't. That's what I'm saying. It's like footballers are happy. Like a happy moment is like when we're training or we're on the on the pitch. Obviously, it, all depending on the, how the game goes, lose or win. But that's just like the happy end of like footballers, if you don't, if you know what I mean. But it comes to a time as well where after football, where you have other problems as well, and it all hits you, if you know what I mean. And it, it is tough, and sometimes you don't know how to deal with it and stuff. So it's. At that time, it was tough. It was a tough year, like two tough two years of my life, I'll say. Did you find that going to all these different clubs as well? That was quite hard. Obviously, you yeah. you move into different places. You not got any like security, have you? Sort of like yeah, that's it. Yeah, it, it was hard. It was really hard because when I was at York, um, Gary Mills, my manager, then he offered me a deal. You see, but I was nineteen at York, yeah. and obviously you're young. But um, I've had, I had agents that just tell me different type of, like, what to do kind of thing. And I wasn't my own young man then. I was just, like, just going with the flow. I was just like a yes man, yet, like, just yeah. saying, yeah, I, I agree. And then um, I remember, obviously, Gary Mills said, we're in League Two now, and, like, and I want you here. You might not play as much because, obviously, you're still young. You're still learning the game, this and that. But at that time, I didn't understand I didn't quite quite get it. I just thought, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm gonna be playing, but it, it don't work like that. If you know what I mean. And obviously, they offered me a deal, and I said that to my old agent, and I was like, oh, they offered me a deal. I I think I'm gonna I'm gonna sign. I told them how much they offered me, and they was like, no, you're not gonna play. They're gonna bring all these experienced players. They're gonna be on the bench, this and that. Where I should have said to myself, you know what, I'm gonna go for it, and then try to keep my place. And then, uh, unfortunately, then uh, that's when I went to Cambridge, and yeah, and that's what happened. So, what, like, once you realised you had like this problem with depression and stuff, like, yeah. um, and recognised it, how, how did your life change once you sort of like tried to deal with it? Well, it all changed because I, I, one of my friends uh, at the time was playing at Leeds, and um, I remember seeing him out. And we just had a conversation and it was just like, what's up, like, what's up with you? Like, you just, you're not yourself. Like, how's football? Like, are you, I've seen that young being really playing and I just said, oh, I just can't be bothered with football anymore. It is where it is. Yeah. And it was just, I think from his word, it was just like, nah, you got, you got to be, you got to keep professional no matter what that means. And you got to come back, you got to see someone or something. I think you might have a depression or whatever because, like obviously I'm your friend and I'm just trying to help you out this and that, and then um, he gave me like um, a PFA number that I I could uh, ring for to seek help. Yeah. And um, and obviously my my ex at the time where I was living with um, she she rang him up, and obviously because I used to I used to that's the thing I used to go to bed like late time and then I wake up late and just not do anything until I go training. I just 
to be I felt like a loser. Like I felt like I'm not the man at all. I'm not doing anything because yeah. all I know is play football or whatever. And then um, these two gentlemen that, um, from PFA they came came to my house and then they sat me down. And I was embarrassed to talk about my problems and stuff, so I had to like open up to them. And it wasn't really me, you see. Like I don't really open up because I just felt embarrassed. I just like I, I don't need two people to come and even though they want to help me out and stuff. So it all started from there. And then obviously I just started obviously um, just talking to me, giving me some therapy. What, like, obviously, at the first I started out with the positive stuff, like, oh, you're a good player. Look, you played for this, you played for that. You can bounce back up. And then, and then I started talking about, obviously, what's what's really got me depressed and stuff. It, it, was, it was hard to open up, but once I did that, I felt good because I felt like, all right, it's maybe people out there that's trying to help me out. Yeah. And then um, at that point, um, I started doing well for Stockport. I stopped doing, I, I, I started like being really professional, like doing everything right, going training, diet, and obviously my diet and everything. And um, and obviously I was on non-contract at the time. And then Gateshead came in for me. My old manager signed me at, uh York City came in for me, but Stockport offered me uh, a new deal then, and I stayed there. And that's all it started. But it was, I think that year, that two years in my life, I'll say it was tough. It was something that uh, I, won't, I won't forget. It's um, making that first step is always the hardest to speak to someone. Isn't yeah, it? it is. Especially as a, yeah. like, a lad, you know, we've got sort of this pride that we think, you know, this match exactly, over. It was it was really hard. Like that, like you said, a lot of people see, oh yeah, footballers, this, this, like they got a great life, but it's not the grass is not obviously green on the other side. You see, so it's it's um it's not as like what everyone expecting. If you know what I mean, like oh they got a nice life, to drive a nice cars, nice house, but they got all footballers that are everyone's every single one that got certain problems that. Some know how to deal with him, some don't know how to deal with it, if you know what I mean. Yeah. So it it was it was tough though. It was tough and at that time as well, like I said in my personal life is um like obviously I was I went with my partner as well. So that that kinda messed up with my head and obviously I started arguing with everyone. I was just blaming everyone when I I shouldn't have obviously I just should just look at myself, if you know what I mean. So it was it was really tough, yeah. But it's hard. It's hard to um, look at yourself when you, you, your mind's all over the place, isn't it, mate? And you don't exactly have a clue. Yeah, it was. My mind was all over the place, but I didn't even like my brother didn't even know till my brother and I that they didn't they didn't know until I went to the next club. You see, and um, but it was it was tough though, yeah. So it was tough. What was you 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 know, like your family and friends' reaction then? Like once you you spoke out yeah, and stuff, were they supporting? That, that's what I'm saying. My my mum like obviously my mum like I spoke to my mum about my mum's like you got depression like and obviously I, I was just like I haven't got no depression. Don't stop talking nonsense or whatever. I'm fine. This and that. And I was like you're not fine. But then I said to myself, I even I, I said to myself, am I really fine or am I? I've really got this depression because I don't know what's going on. Because next thing, I knew I had depression because one minute I'll be all nice and bubbly and next thing I'll be just 
my mind will be all over the place. It will just, I'll just be yeah. down for no reason. I'll get angry for no reason. And um, obviously, my brother, my brother didn't even know until I went to, I signed at Macclesfield. And um, obviously, at that time, I think that's when I, I, I started taking things really serious, if you know what I mean. Because at that time, I was just like, my, my my mind was still all, all over the place, but I, I knew how to deal with it. I didn't tell anything. I didn't tell anyone my problems and or anything. Yeah, I was just kept myself to myself. And then um, I had an interview before about just about. I think the PFA obviously said, oh, "Do you want to tell your story?" This and that. I was just like, I said, I "Don't really want to tell it because uh, I thought is it's a bit. I find it embarrassed. Like obviously ah. opening up and." Obviously, no football is a it's a small world, and everyone basically knows everyone. You see, and I didn't want obviously everyone knowing my story. But I said, then I said to myself, "What if I open my story to to help others?" And then that came out, and my brother found out, and then um, yeah, and that's that's what. How do you deal with um, if you're having a look like a down day now, or you yeah. a bit lower? What's your coping techniques? Coping I just try to focus on myself. Like I try, I write every time I, I write my own goal. If you know, what I mean, I, I say to myself like, "Right, this is what you need to do." Like, just if you have any problems or whatever, like I try not to, um, like try say for say for example, if I go to a training or anything, I try not to let it affect my training. If you know what I mean, or yeah. I deal with it afterwards. If you know what I mean, but um. But apart from that, like if I worry about something, I just think, you know what, that I'll sort that out afterwards. Like focusing step by step what you want to go through first. But um, I cope with it really well now. You know what I mean? Because uh, like even I, I got obviously, like I said, it's always important you have like close friends and I'll speak to them about advice and stuff. They'll give me advice and I'll, I'll take it from there. No matter what, regardless what it is. Do you feel better equipped to deal with it now after the, the experiences you've been through? Yeah, after after experience, because uh, like I obviously I back then you look at it, it was, when I was young then, so like I'm thirty now, I'm still young, a young man and still learning and stuff. But um, it just makes you just like realize realize like what you've gone through and stuff like that, and um, like you just you just got to come out more experience like I'm more experienced now I know things how things work now if you know what I mean like back then I didn't really know what was how things were working but now I know what like how everything's like worked out so it's 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 a blessing in skies really so it's like I deal with it better now that's it's amazing what you've done lad to like come out and speak because it it you know help a lot of other people um, yeah, I, I remember speaking to it with um, I think the BBC when it came out, and um, I was nervous. I was really nervous. I was just thinking, oh, what if people start seeming different, this and that? And I was just, at one point like I, I've I've got a bit, I panicked a bit. Like when I was when I was actually doing the interview, I, I was panicking. And so the uh, the woman that uh, message like obviously asking me questions and stuff. And it was like, oh, let's just stop there or whatever. And then they, she pulled me at the side and was like, you're doing the brave thing. Not a lot of people do this, this and that. So that gave me a little bit of like confidence and stuff like that. So I was just like, all right. And then obviously I started talking how, like how we're talking now. And yeah. then, um, yeah, and then 
afterwards, like, obviously, it came out. I didn't even go on social media for, like, a week yeah. until, until we played. Um, we must have played a team and stuff, and then obviously we won as well. And I remember one of the lads came out was like, oh, that was really brave of you coming out and speaking about that. I was shocked. Uh, I didn't even know until then afterwards, and that's when I seen it all on, like on the BBC and stuff. Mm. And that's when, and that's when my brother found out because my brother, like my brother, didn't even know about this, and I don't think my brother quite, quite understood like what this depression thing was. And he was just like, "Why didn't you not tell me you had depression and stuff?" And I was just like, "I just, I don't, I didn't know how you was gonna react to it or." And it was like, oh, you should have, you could have caught, you should, I mean, big brother, you could have, like, tell me. I would have, yeah. obviously, in any way. But, but yeah, it came out like that. And then, so it was, uh, in my eyes, I thought I did the right thing. Definitely. And, and it's, and it has helped a couple of players as well that, um, I had players as well that come up to me and goes, I didn't know your depression. Like, between me and you as well, Mox, like, I've, I think I've got it as well. Like, who do I talk to? And then, to me, it felt good because they're coming up to me and then obviously me trying to help them. So it was just like that, really. You, you've you sort of led the way, haven't you, mate? And that, that takes someone, you know, that courage, someone yeah, special to do that. that. courage, yeah, exactly. And it was it was good for me just to open up and then anyone really who wants to open up about it. And it's always good, if you know what I mean. And... You're just trying to help others, and that's that's me. That I've just got a big heart. I like to help others, if you know what I mean. Quite quite similar, mate. You know, I've been through similar to myself and spoke out. Yeah. And I was nervous like yourself, and once I spoke yeah. out, people come up to me, and I was like, you know, I'm glad I did that. So yeah, yeah exactly. That's that's what I was just like. How at first, because anyone that knows me, like I'm this bubbly guy. Like yeah. I like, like obviously I've been a laughing stuff like that, and I had to. At one point, I had that interview as well. Like, I was trying, I'm, I was trying stuff. I was trying too hard so I can just be myself. But until the woman said, "Just relax and just say what you gotta say," kind of thing, yeah. and then that happened. So yeah, it was it was good. Uh, what would you um why how important would you say exercises for your mental health? Obviously, like you're a footballer, like do you think it? Do you feel like it helps you a lot? It helps me a lot, yeah, because it like. You can have days where, obviously, say, for example, if you go to training and the training session was really... Oh, you, you, say, for example, if, if you had... I had times before where I've been in training and I feel like I've trained all right. Um, I start questioning myself, right, like, on the Friday, so I, I trained all right, do you reckon? Would I get in the first... Would I get in the starting 11 or would I even play tomorrow? I wonder what the manager's thinking. I, I had times, like, every... Every player that I, I think they've got that kind of it's a, like an exercise mentality thing where that's what you think. If because obviously our manager always say train how you play kind of thing, so you yeah. train on the Friday to play on Saturday, and um, that goes through my mind every time. So that's why no matter what, I just give it all now at training and everything like till till the last end. But um, but that helps as well. The exercise you got. Um, Obviously, you know what you're doing and stuff like that, so it's it, it's kind of helpful, yeah. I, I find it helps myself doing all you know, training all the yeah. time. I, I used to be an amateur exactly. boxer, so you know, doing boxing and running and stuff, so I, yeah, things like that, that things like that help us all because 
if you're not doing the exercise or whatever, and you're just sitting around, that could be that could be a problem. I think because you just, I don't know, you just kind of blaming yourself, but at the same time, just trying to blame other people as well. So I try not to do that. If you know what I mean, like I try not to um, just to sit around and, like you said about exercise, I try just to be active some in some kind of way. If you know what I mean. It makes you feel better afterwards when you exactly when you're yeah yeah it makes you feel a lot better yeah I see I see in an interview Steve Watson last year on YouTube and he was you know praising you saying you've got like really high energy levels but you just yeah. need to work on like your your confidence, confidence. a little bit like so yeah. how how do you work on that sort of thing to try and build I work, to be honest with you I work on that by I look at my videos and I think what like some of the stuff I do on the football pitch and uh, how I can work on that like how I can work on my game like how obviously the gaffer says like have more confidence because he sees us like every day and to be honest he said to me a lot of times like my strength is to get the ball and like open up like start running and it'll it gives options to other players like to pass or to shoot or uh, so that's how that's how I I'll say, like, when it means by confidence, just be like that, if you know what I mean. But with me, myself, I I look at my games and I just think, I, I've, did the, I've done well there, I should have done better there. Like, yeah. next time I'm going to try this or whatever. Um, but that's, uh, but that's that I, think, I think that's what I'm confident-wise. That's what I think, uh, like, the gaffer meant. Because he sees, he's, he'll see things in training. And he'll to say, oh, that's what you need to start doing in matches and yeah. stuff like that. And I try to do that in matches, but sometimes I, I play it a little bit safe. But it's, which is not wrong playing it safe. It's just no. sometimes you got to have that that little risk in football as well to just to do something magical and stuff like that. So, that's um, it. yeah. So it's it, that's 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 about it. That I'll probably say about confidence wise. Yeah. Is, did you think Steve Watson's obviously helped you as well, just to? improve yeah yeah I think Gaffer's helped me a lot like he's helped me not just not just in the football side of it but off off the pitch as well I mean he's um, he's helped me a lot he's like like obviously said to me like if he if he got anything you want to talk to me about it don't have to be about football anything just my door's open anytime you see and um, obviously because he used to be a footballer himself so he he knows how how like like how it, how it works and stuff and being around it obviously he's played as, as a young age as well in the in the top league premiership so he's it, uh, helped me a lot that friend and obviously I, I really liked I really enjoyed working with him as well I mean I'm learning a lot of things I think Gaffer's the first person as well like to um, to tell me like obviously about working hard it's always about working hard I know I've had it from other managers but he does it different to other managers if you know what I mean he worked hard himself when he when he was a footballer didn't he it's, yeah I, he I worked hard play, for, play for Everton mate um, yeah I seen him score a hat trick against Leeds yeah he said <laughs> tell me about that <laughs> yeah so I've got massive respect for Gaffer I mean so it's it's a bit weird as well because obviously knowing that obviously you're working for someone that you used he used to watch on TV and yeah. stuff like, like he's coming in and he's actually like working with 
these three Watson. I mean, is uh, it's always it's always great. I'm always grateful. Like, to, I know I worked with worked with the likes of Glenn Hoddle and stuff, another big name. But Steve, what like obviously to work with what I call Gaffer, but is is it's 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 fantastic. Now, I mean, it's one of the best things. Like, it get it you it gets the best out of me every time. You see, like. He don't really ask much. All he's all he asks is just to work hard and just do just to do your job and just focus. Yeah. Like, it's like one of these like he's strict. He's a strict manager, which you need a strict manager, but it's cool at the same time. Yeah. So he's yeah, I mean, so he's he's got that balance. So he's um uh, he's, he's a great manager to work with. That's class, mate. Um yeah. so what would your advice to be? be to anyone who's struggling with depression maybe especially for lads like what would your advice be to them my advice is to be like if if you're struggling with it i think is i know like like i was i would like i was saying about my experiences the best thing is to if they don't want to talk to anyone like obviously these or if you feel like you can talk to family or close friends or if if you don't want to open up about it, which which is fine, but it's it's always good to open up, because you never like it. Like I didn't know. I, I I thought if I opened up, I thought I just looked stupid, but I didn't. I had help at the end end of it. So it's it's important to open up to to anyone just to just to talk your problems. You don't have to tell them all your problems, just how you feel and. Um, then someone is is always someone else gonna help you if you know what I mean. Even myself, I even say to, uh, I spoke to fans like with me. I'm, I, I just I've I've been brought up to be humble. You see, I've been brought up to be like if someone messaging, yeah, like messaging back or whatever, whatever help you can help with if you know what I mean. So obviously, especially being a young like in young twenties. Thing that's more important, like anyone in young twenties, or because that's where you're, you're actually growing up to be, obviously, a, a young adult. If you know what I mean, and it's always important to just to talk, even then, not to think negative. It's important to think some positive every time. If you know what I mean, and that's that's my advice would be to anyone that's suffering it, because it ain't a joke. Like a lot of people, I've being around people thinking, oh, I'm not doing getting no, no depression or anything, but it's not a it's not a joke. It's actually it's a really mental thing. I mean, no, and, brilliant, that mate. Yeah, and and then the important thing as well is like before that as well. I used to be on social media quite a lot, and um, like the way I used to see it, like I'll see someone on social media. Someone might buy some brand new boots or whatever. I want it, but I can't have it. But then I start thinking, oh, like I'm. Um, I start thinking down. So little things like that that counts. I mean, like I'm hardly on social media. I only on social media if I if my club tweets something or if like, say a fan wants a shirt or or anything like that. I'll try help them out or what what with things like that. If you know, be like things we're talking about now. Yeah. All right. Because before that, obviously, when you're young, then you just. Um, I used to quite get. I used to reply to negative stuff, and it just caused trouble and stuff. And you don't need that. And not worth it. Things like that. that yeah, things like that can really uh, affect you. And 
that's how some people actually go on depression as well, like social media as well. But like that's my advice anyway to whoever's suffering it. Oh, that's that's great, mate, and um, I re- really appreciate you obviously answering my, my messages on Twitter and coming on. No problem. So yeah, fa- thanks for coming on the show, mate, and uh, good luck with your with your career. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. My pleasure.